Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Kylie and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Alex Ferrario as we head to our 101 ESPN hotline now on BK and Ferrario and welcome in one of my favorites, 13 years playing for the St. Louis Blues and he was one of the leadership core in that locker room for such a long time. He is Barrett Jackman. Jax, how are you today, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing fantastic. Are you doing a ton of travel right now for hockey with your kiddos or is it an off-season mode for you too? Oh, no, it's baseball season now. Uh, (laughs) Heading to uh, Mississippi this weekend for a little tournament, and then, uh, you know, back uh, probably Sunday night, hopefully uh, late after a championship. When I texted you yesterday to see if we could get you on, and you said I'm wide open, I'm like, oh, I got to pounce on this because I know Jax is on the road like 24 7. So. Perfect opportunity to get you on, Jackson. The main reason we wanted to talk with you today is because, you know, the offseason has begun for the St. Louis Blues, and Doug Armstrong held his exit interviews last weekend, and he talked about the culture in the locker room being gone this season, and he said he felt disconnected from his core group of players, and he mentioned your name and David Backus's name of guys that he wanted to speak to and figure out how to approach the disconnect that he feels. So, from somebody who's been in the NHL for 14 years, for somebody who has seen different types of cultures in a locker room, Jax, how can that get lost in a season? Uh, you know, a lot of different ways. Uh, you know, just, uh, you know, not having success uh, or maybe having su- success when you're not playing uh, playing the right way. Uh, beginning of the year, the first three games, I thought they played really well. And then they obviously went... Uh, uh, went the wrong way and, and lost, uh, you know, seven or eight in a row and then came back in a winning streak. And I know uh, Chief said that uh, even when they were winning, he, he really didn't think that they deserved it. So, you know, that's one of those things where, you know, you get comfortable, you think that you're doing the right things. And, um, yeah, and, and you know, on ice stuff, uh, you know, trickles to off ice. And, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, not having the, the group, uh, maybe that organizer that, you know, plans those, uh, you know, team, uh, team dinners or, or, uh, you know, lunches and things like that. So, uh, there's a number of different reasons you can lose it, but, uh, you know, it, it, sometimes it just takes, uh, you know, some, some poor play, some, uh, you know, not having success to maybe bring that leadership out and, and hopefully next year, you know, some guys can grow mature for, uh, for another year and, and uh, you know, start bringing that culture that uh, has has been passed along for for so many years in the uh, Blues locker room. Jax, how hard is that to recapture? Like for them going into next season, going into this off season, of course, and then starting up next year. How, how do you get back to that? Uh, it, it really comes down to the players. Uh, you know, who wants to step up? Who wants to uh, be successful? Who wants to, you know, take the bull by the horns and and you know, be an elite player? Um, I think there's a lot of guys in the room that, that have the care, but sometimes you got to go out of your comfort zone to to be a leader. And you know, whether it's Thomas and Cairo, uh, you know, I know Shen does a great job, but you can't just be one person doing it. Uh, you know, you know, guys like Pareko are going to have to step up and. And, uh, you know, the younger core that, uh, you know, that the torch has been passed on, they, they really need to, uh, you know, step up, be uncomfortable being leaders, 
and, and just do the little things, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, be at the rink first, be in the gym first, uh, doing those extra things, helping, uh, you know, with the other guys, with, with your peers, if the guy's struggling or, or just dragging guys into the battle with, uh, with work ethic. So there, there's a lot of different ways that, uh, uh, you, you can lead, but, uh, you know, you have to be uncomfortable with, with being, uh, uh, stretching your, your role and, and, and being a leader. We're talking with longtime blue Barrett Jackman here on BK and Ferrario and Jackson. I'm glad you brought that up of, you know, feeling uncomfortable and kind of forcing yourself into that leadership role, because for the longest time, you know, it was Alex Petrangelo. That was the go-to guy, but you also had guys like Steen and Perron and Shen in the room. And last season, the last couple of seasons, it was O'Reilly and Perron and Shen. You were a part of a lot of guys who had longer tenure when you got into the league, like Chris Pronger and Al McKennis and Keith Kachuk. At what point did you start to feel comfortable that you could take over as one of the leaders in that locker room? I think it was pretty early. Um, you know, guys like Scott Mellenby and, and Big Walt and Dougie Waite and and uh, Al and Prong. Um, you know, I, I, I think, uh, you know, when I spoke, I, I didn't speak a lot. But when I spoke, it, it, it there was a meaning behind it and, uh, you know, it's just kind of one of those things. I was, uh, you know, I was a pretty young captain. I was in, in junior at, at 17 and, uh, you know, kind of saw the workings, uh, you know, you know, communicating with coaches, communicating with trainers and players and making sure everybody was, uh, you know, doing their job. So uh, I think within my first couple of years in St. Louis, uh, kind of, I guess, following the leaders, but also, you know, feeling that I could say something because, uh, you know, they would listen. And, you know, sometimes those were uncomfortable conversations and, and sometimes they'd, they'd tell me to shut up. And, uh, <laughs> but that was, that was one of those things you can't be afraid to, to be put in your place. And, you know, and showing that you can speak and showing that you care is, is part of being a leader. And, uh, you're going to have disagreements, but you know that's another thing. If if you have a disagreement with somebody, if you call somebody out, you can't be afraid to uh, to hurt their feelings because it is a business. It is uh, you know not only the you know the 22, 23 uh, guys that are in the locker room, but it's the livelihood of uh, you know the coaches, the training staff, uh, uh, the fitness trainers, uh, equipment managers, the people that work in the office. There's so many people that. Uh, you know, rely on, on the guys to do their job. And, and it is a business as much as you want to, uh, you know, enjoy it and have fun. Uh, you have to have results and you have to, uh, you know, be a professional in, in your in your job. Bear Jackman is our guest here on 101 ESPN. Uh, Jax, you saw four or five different captains in your time here in St. Louis with the Blues. They all bring a little something different to the table. When you think about that role of being a captain in the NHL, Army said over the weekend, he's not sure that the Blues are going to go into this upcoming season with somebody that has the designated C on their chest. Is there still a role for a captain in the NHL? When you think about that role today in the NHL, what do you see? Yeah, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, a captain is, you know, kind of the most popular, the uh uh, most marketable uh, person, or maybe this, the person that could speak uh, the best in, in the media. And there's uh, there's sometimes the captain's name, but you know behind the scenes there's uh, there's guys that are you know kind of maybe uh, you know worshipped or, or maybe held as uh, uh, in regard as the captain uh, to other players. But it's all about uh, you know the captain, the leaders all have to work together. They all have to have uh, you know somewhat of the same voice. Um, 
they have to be able to, you know, call each other out, but they also have to, you know, relay the same message uh, uh, when it comes to the uh, to the team game. So uh, there's there's a whole uh, whole bunch of different roles. If you don't have a, a defined captain, then you know there's no sense in giving a seat to somebody and putting that pressure or just putting that uh, that label on a guy that you know maybe uh, you know is is not the one. A lot of the conversation, Jacks, this season has been around Cairo and Thomas because of those contract extensions and, you know, maybe feeling a little extra pressure on them, the struggles that they went through this season. I kind of tie those two together that if you're not going to name a captain, maybe that forces those two kids into uh, taking over more of a leadership role in that locker room. And when you're a young guy, sometimes that can be a little bit difficult. But I would imagine in a certain situation, if it goes down that path, maybe that can force them into that spot. Yeah, I uh, definitely force it. Uh, um, you know, if if you want to, if you're getting paid eight and a half million or whatever it is their uh, their salaries are, you have to uh, take on uh, a lot of responsibility. And um, you know, it starts in the off season with your training regimen. Um, you know, with like I said before, being the guy that is at the rink more than anybody else, uh, you're getting the money. You can't be comfortable with you know just uh, collecting a paycheck and. And uh, just going out and throwing your stick on the ice. There's so many different things that you can do to make your team better. Uh, you know, you saw that with uh, with O'Reilly. Um, you know, doing the little things. You know, on the ice first, off the ice last. Uh, taking the little guys, doing drills. Uh, you know, Scotty Nickel was one of those guys that uh, you know he wasn't the star player. He wasn't the guy, but he drug everybody in. He did extra skating with guys. Um, you know, Steve Ott was the same way. And, you know, now he's a coach. So there's a lot of different things you can bring to the table uh, to be a leader, to to earn your paycheck, and uh, you know, be an elite player. Jax, always appreciate the time and for you to give us a little bit of perspective into all of this. Uh, enjoy these upcoming road trips with your son for uh, <laughs> for uh, for sports, and we look forward to talking with you again once we get to the hockey season. Absolutely, anytime, guys.